what I love most about conferences, especially ones like that, the information, great, but that's not even the the draw for me. It's the opportunity yeah. to connect and network. You mean to tell me there's going to be 20,000 people who's trying to elevate and get to their next level just like me? I need to be in that environment. Yeah. You go into a club or a restaurant or even a, a local networking event, it's like by the luck of the draw that there might be somebody in there that fits the profile of somebody that you should be closely connected to. But a room of 20,000 people, like, it's a free-for-all, and everybody is on the same wavelength. Everybody is interested in meeting more people. 100%. Always I, get in the room. This is a good opportunity to really teach uh, how to operate in an event. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. Donnie's here. Hey, you guys. I'm here. He's here. Entrepreneurial thing. We are entrepreneuring. Absolutely. Today. We're entrepreneuring every day. 100%. Mm -hmm. Invest Fest. Wrapped up. Wrapped up. Excellent. What's up with the E words today? I don't know. Excellently executed is what I'm trying to say. Yes, 100%. Mm -hmm. And so, first off, you hear that there's going to be an event. Okay. Uh, two brothers who had 4,000 people their first year, mm -hmm. 14,000 people the second year, <laughs> mm -hmm. and then 20,000 people the third year. They literally 5X'd in two years. Yes. Mm -hmm. But you know, like when you think of 20,000, and I didn't see a whole lot of ads, to be real with you. I don't think I saw one ad. All I saw was social media posts. I saw a couple ads, but you know, the ads didn't have a whole lot of comments and a whole lot of views. Mm -hmm. So you start to think in your head, is it going to be 20,000? And then a few days before the event, sold, it sold out. out. It sold out, <laughs> which means they really sold 20,000 tickets. There were no ticket purchase opportunities available at the door. Listen to me, Podcast Summit. We were selling tickets day up. <laughs> day, two. To, <laughs> day two. If you wanted to walk up and buy a ticket, you could. Because we didn't, we didn't sell out. But they sold out. 20,000. And not just 20,000 tickets. You had however many vendors. Mm -hmm. You had the entourages and the teams of all yeah, the people. Sure. Um, it, was, it, was a, it was a thing. Yeah. And so they were really, really tight with security and tickets and bands. And I'm like, I'm like, these are my guys. I'm like, yo, can I get some extra? They're like, we don't have any. Don't and have I can any. understand, especially the high, there's high level entrepreneurs or celebrities. And there had, I don't know, how many speakers was it? How many people was on that flyer? There were a lot of people. A couple hundred? Mm -hmm. Maybe 200, maybe? Mm, maybe think? about 100, 150. About a hundred, about a hundred, hundred fifty, mm -hmm. because when when the flyer first came out, the names were really big, mm -hmm. but then the names started getting smaller, smaller, and smaller. It was smaller. people there. Mm -hmm. So I'd imagine if you got that many speakers, and they all have their entourages and stuff like that, you can't let everybody in. You know what I mean? Everybody mm -hmm. can't get the entourage. So uh, this it was an amazing experience. It also let me know that. Um, we need to step it up. Their event was evidence. I always say that. Um, like, where the heck you get 20,000 people from? Where 
Where do you get 20,000 people from? Every vendor, every business person that was in that building this weekend should have made hundreds of new contacts. Mm -hmm. Hundreds. Because in a room of 20,000 people, there's guaranteed to be a couple thousand, at least, that have never heard of you before. Bruh, I I think we're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty great. But uh, them tour tickets... We was just struggling to get that out. No, we <laughs> we was trying our best to get to hundred. We tickets. were trying our best to get to hundred. I will say this though, um, what what EYL has done is garnered the support of their community in such a way that even if those people aren't going to attend, they're riding for them. Like they're 100%. spreading these events. They don't need the ads like that yeah. for real, right? Um, additionally. So that's one thing. Their community is riding. They're mm-hmm. gonna. I can't afford the ticket, but I'm still gonna post this every yeah. single day. Um, they do a really good job at making this like the event, like yeah, giving the sure. event the nickname. Like by the week before, maybe two weeks before, I started to hear people refer to it as um, the Grammys for entrepreneurship. Facts. I think I heard Diddy, maybe it was Diddy who said, this is like the Super Bowl for entrepreneurs. And when you start using that language and putting some excitement behind it, like your ideal market is going to be as excited as the people putting the event on. 100%. And I also think that they made a really smart move. I noticed that Steve Harvey's name was on there. I don't know if I noticed it last year, but they did announce last year that Steve wanted to be a part. Yeah of InvestFest, I noticed that he's on as a founder. So now that you get to leverage, you know, those type of personalities and those people who have built large communities themselves, yeah. you you can pack out any room. Yeah, for sure. Um, I got I got one thing to say though, okay? Hey guys, don't put me up against Jeezy, bro. Like, yo, yo, <laughs> yo, yo, let me, okay, let's, let's talk about it. Okay. Yo. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of it. <laughs> and I guess, well, you know what? Maybe it was a compliment. Okay. If they had put anybody up against Jeezy, that was us. It was. So, um, Dave shared his panel with me and Jonathan Finesse. And uh, Dave goes first, and then he calls up Finesse, and then Dave goes back, then he calls up me. And that was, First off, that was an ill, like, nobody's ever, nobody's, nobody's done that. Nobody's done okay. that. Nobody, and I heard that people really enjoyed it. I'll just say yeah. that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll leave it there. They love the kids. <laughs> um, so then Dave calls me up, and I'm up there, and I'm doing my thing, and I'm getting close to the end of my presentation, I heard that beat drop from the yes. room next door. That's what it in context. So first <laughs> off, <laughs> so seven, I think we got started at 7.30. This is at night, day two. This 7.30, day two. we got seven thirty. Yeah, it had to be 7.30 we got started. Mm-hmm. Because we were supposed to start at 6.55, mm-hmm. but the other panel's there. So we mm-hmm. probably got to start like 7.20, 7.30. So we were actually even on the schedule to overlap with Jeezy. So we're in one room mm-hmm. and the interview of Jeezy mm-hmm. is in the next room. Mm-hmm. And I saw it. I was like, uh, hmm, interesting. You know what I mean? Uh, Nobody's going to show up I for us. I think anybody was going to be there. <laughs> Why would you guys do that? Yeah, yeah. Because, I, I mean, we haven't seen a lot of Jeezy interviews, period. Mm-hmm. I mean, even over the years, no. there's not a lot of Jeezy interviews. So mm-hmm. they got like a marquee interview. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was looking at it like, mm, okay, cool. All right. And here's what I saw. So when we came in, there was, our, there was already a panel before we started getting prepared. And the chairs were full. 
And there were people even standing up on the side as I'm walking through. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, we good. Mm -hmm. The entrepreneurs, they like forget musicians. They don't need G. They want this information. They want this game. That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. So, but this was before they started the Jeezy interview. Mm Mm-hmm. So I go to the back. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm excited. I think I talked to Diane. Like, yo, how many people? I'm like, yo, it's still packed out here. It's yo, lit. Dave comes back. He's like, it's at least 4,000 people out there. It's all I the said 4,000 people out Bruh. there? Bruh. With Jeezy packed. right there? It was packed. But Jeezy hasn't started yet. I'm thinking. <laughs> so we go. We like Once I, I peek out after that, they finish, the one uh, panel finishes, then they bring us out. <clears throat> then I go out. I'm like... <laughs> Where'd y'all go? Where'd y'all? <laughs> there was still, I think there was still, how many people you think there was out there by the time we, about 1,500? Yeah, That's, we about were guesstimating. Yeah, we was guesstimating. Maybe, there's still 1,500, 2,000 people out there because there had to be 7,000 seats. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like, it was just packed. So it, there's still a lot of people there, but it just made it seem like. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, finish it. Yeah, so I mean, the people who were there though, they were serious. Mm-hmm. They were really engaged. And I, w- so we're on stage. Dave does his thing. Finesse comes. Finesse mm-hmm. does his thing. Finesse brought the girls out with him. He had um, some very nice entertainers. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Um, so Finesse, <laughs> we're backstage. We're back. Okay, you 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 describe the scene backstage. How you saw it? We're backstage um, at Invest Fest. The conference for investors, entrepreneurs, people who are wealth-minded. And in walks Finesse with um, his entourage. Mm-hmm. And he's got these two girls on either side of him looking like they're escorting him. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Into the wrestling ring, right? To stacked. To stallions. Okay, stallions. these girls are, I don't know, 5'11", 6 feet tall, 5, 6 inch heels on, thick, 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 thick. booties, couldn't hang, couldn't not hang out the shorts, right? And so me and David are like, yo, what's up with your boy? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> and I'm thinking when I see him at first, I'm like, oh. Look at Finesse being Finesse. Okay. Look at Finesse being Finesse. They had the little Finesse's only shirts. I'm like, I like what this brother's doing. He is staying true to the brand. He is staying true to the brand. So we're like, so what's up, Finesse? And he's like, oh, they're my, um, what did he call it? He said, these are my, um, he used the A word, accompaniments, accompaniments <laughs> to my presentation. <laughs> wait, 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 break that down. <laughs> break that down. They're accompanying you to your out there on the stage, <laughs> we're talking about the business of podcasting, finesse. Um, <laughs> I'm blown away right now, right? Um, you're on nightlife. We're right. on podcasting. Right, right. <laughs> A little different. So he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You'll get it. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. And um, when it's time for him to, and these girls really took the job seriously because mm. you're on stage at this point, right? Mm. You're on stage, you're doing your thing. Finesse is pacing back and forth. He look at the girls. He like, y'all ready to do what y'all do? And they like, yeah, we ready, we ready, we ready. So you're backstage and we can hear you preparing like it's about to happen. They get up and they sashay over like to the curtain so they can be ready to go. They're checking each other's hair, checking each other's makeup, like, you know, getting the shorts in position, lifting their girls up. And they went out on stage. Hold on, before we do that, because I you you pointed out something too. We were so we're backstage. And I, th <laughs> yeah. I think I'm, I might have walked away or something like that. And Dottie, Dottie whispered. She said, "Hey, they are really serious." I'm like, I, "I guess so." She said, "The one is lotioning her cheeks right now." Yes. <laughs> That's when I got nervous. Yeah. That's when I got nervous because we're me and Dave don't know. He won't tell us what's going to happen on this stage. And so we're just like, yo, what are they doing? And we're standing there and I'm like, yo, they're for real preparing. <laughs> oh, girl. Like the cheeks are hanging out the bottom of the shorts. They got their little oil oh, up. Sure. And they start lotioning in the bottom of their cheeks. So if you're lotioning the cuff, I'm expecting the cuff to be exposed. <laughs> oh, that's what I got nervous that's when she was lotioning her yams. I was, was like, oh no. I don't know what to it's expect. It's about to go It's about to go down. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah, so you call Finesse to the stage. He marches out, you know, like that man. And then they come and stand like statues. He's like, no, you stand here. And you stand here. <laughs> They're standing like security on stage. Half naked women. Half naked. At the, at the business conference. At the business <laughs> conference for entrepreneurs and investors. Um, they're standing on stage half naked, but it was so on brand for him. Mm -hmm, 100%. He wanted to show what his goal was, was to show how an ex-con mm -hmm. 
Is, is he considered an ex-con? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yeah. So how in ex-con, he talked about his prison journey and all that stuff. He wanted to show how an ex-con who has the type of content that people would consider X-rated makes it and he is exclusive to this community and like mm. still respected, still in demand. And yep. he came out being exactly himself. And even as he was preparing for this, and you know, I remember talk, I talked to him like once in preparation for this and he was just saying that this would be the largest crowd he'd ever really spoken in front of. Um, really the first time that he would be speaking at this level. And I know that he was speaking to some other people about it as well. And the, the one feedback that I gave him was just be who you are. Like yeah. these people out here are waiting to see you yeah. be you just be who you are. And I told him that in advance and he took that one little element. I told him a lot of stuff, but it was the be who you are yeah. part that stuck with him. And he's like, let me bring the baddies out with me. <laughs> Get him on stage. Yeah, and as he was presenting, he was like, "Yo, <laughs> I thought they were at least gonna like turn slowly." So let me tell you that. Let me tell you that. So <laughs> they were like standing there, but as I can hear him speaking, and he was like, "Yo, you know why I brought them on stage?" He said, "It's attention," because one of his points were attention. He said, "This is going to capture your attention." So his point is, as a podcast, you got to do something that captures people's attention, and. I I was thinking because they then they just they just stood there right like like she said like security or just statues they're just standing there as a prop and then we go to the back and I'm like man I thought it was gonna be twerking the whole time because he had ten minutes I thought it was gonna be ten minutes of twerking <laughs> so I talk, I went to the back I said bro I thought there was gonna be twerking bro he said man come on I don't know if I could do that he said he said he said I wouldn't do that it's Invest Fest. And then I, I looked at him, I said, you could have. You know I, mean? I was looking he for said, the shock factor. Yeah, he said, he said, I wouldn't. But I said, you could have. You could have. You could I'm not. I'm not encouraging that type of Sounds behavior. like you are actually encouraging. I wasn't. I wouldn't have told him that before. But I was saying, <laughs> but first off, if you don't go with the market, go with the market. Go all boy. the way in. Yeah, because I, I, th yeah, I thought it was at least going to be like standing like, I thought it was going to be like a slow, thunderous clap from the yams. I did. I just, I thought it was going to go like to the beat of his presentation, like <laughs> click the slide, ass clap. Like that's just what yeah. I thought it was going to be. Or like, like you know, uh, <laughs> Kevin Hart on his, uh, his presentation, he was like, give me some fire. And then like fire. <laughs> I thought he was give a point. Give like, me a twerk. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yo, okay. But this was like the last straw about that. So, but the way he said it, he was like, and he was like really passionate into a presentation. And he said, y'all know why I did this? It's for attention. Y'all want to know why I brought two big booty strippers up here? And I Yo, said, <gasps> I was backstage and I clutched my pearls because <laughs> I just, even though they are big booty strippers, right? Y'all were fine. Um, very attractive young. Very, very nice attractive. Young and yeah. I'm sure you guys are talented. Mwah, chef's kiss, right? <laughs> but at the business conference where we're talking about business and investing, he's like, y'all want to know why I bought two big booty strippers with me? And I, <gasps> and, was that disrespectful? And I grasped thinking that they would be like, well, why would you call me a big booty That's stripper? That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, man. But they were fine. They were cool. I, <laughs> was, like, <laughs> I was back there offended for them. Like, true, on one hand, I am a big booty stripper, but you ain't got to call me out in public. But maybe that's their brand. Maybe they want you to know that they're big booty strippers. Come see me. Come shop with me. I Okay, so one of them tagged 
Mm-mm. Not shop with me like that. Mm-mm. Not buy nothing. Not buy nothing. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Like come see me. Nothing was for sale. So one of, I mean, <laughs> one of my, no, 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 no. I'm not saying you can pay to get it. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm trying. I'm gonna finish my point. Yo, you mad Yo, disrespectful, no, son? No, is that, is that disrespectful? No. So there are there. Are, so let's say for okay, we had a, we talk about business now, right? Let's say for instance, they had OnlyFans. Then they want to market that. Am I right? But he didn't say their name one time. Their names were big booty strippers. Yes. So. In his stories, I think he reposted one of them was, and they tagged each other. You know, you just see, see the tag. Did they tag so you? Tagged, no, they didn't tag they me. They didn't tag me. One of them, their name was Stallion, though. Something okay. Stallion. <laughs> okay. And I went there, and I'm like, all right, this ain't the page for me, and got off. But you could tell, this is this is a part of branding. I, listen, I, I believe that those young ladies, um, first of all, I want to know how much he paid them. Or was this just like marketing? Hmm, was know. it marketing and promotion? Was he acting as management at that time? Were they paid talent? Were they volunteer? Were they just serving the community? You know what I mean? Um, hmm. Let's ask him. Let me just call him real yeah. quick. Let's see. How much did that cost? Because, and I, I mean, I could see myself getting some escorts on stage. Not that kind of escort, but like just, you know what I mean? Like the ladies' night uh, models? Yeah, like what's the going right? Night? With the, you know, with the guys, mm-hmm. with the, little, the chest is out and stuff? Mm-hmm. I mean, because they were an incremental part of his presentation. You know yeah, what I mean? sure. And so, it would be, are you texting him? I'm trying to find his number so I can just call him. Yeah, just call him. Yeah, I'm going to call him right now. There we go. Let's call. Let's, let's call. Uh, you should get him on FaceTime. Please leave your message. Aw. Uh, you mm. on Do Not Disturb. You, you, to, you told him that? <laughs> do Not Disturb. Please leave your message. Are you going to call him? If he say, I need to take me to, it better not ring. Oh, you FaceTiming. Okay. He might still be with his girls, though. You think he's with the girls? He answers my calls 100% of the time, typically. Hold on, but you should have called to see if he's if it's going straight to voice. Because he wouldn't oh, block me. It. Hold on, let me see. No, you're not blocked. Or do not disturb, but you might be on a do not disturb. I'm on, I'm on do not disturb too. Okay, all right, cool. All right, so anyway, we'll find out. And I don't even know why it's important that he, that he pay him or not. What point were you making? Were you trying to be disrespectful to the big booty stripper community? <laughs> I cannot stand you. No, I just, I wanted to know, like, I wanted to know what they felt like their um, servant leadership was supporting. Got it. Okay. All right. For yeah. Sure. So, all right. So, so, so moving forward, they get off. And I just, do we have to call them big booty strippers? He though? called them that. Well, I know I understand, but if you guys are in the comments at all, wherever you're watching this, like what happened to exotic dancers? I don't think anyone ever called. Okay. What about adult? Not in our community, exotic dancers? No. What about never. adult entertainers? Uh, okay. All right. Fine. But we don't even know that about them. They might be like, it might be nurse, like registered nurses or something. That's cool. Anyway, anyway, so we are in the presentation. I do know a lot of nurses who pay yeah. for school that way. I mean, and nothing wrong. Don't be disrespectful to the community. It's not okay? disrespectful. Listen, I support the nightlife. I spent plenty of hours supporting and dollars supporting the for nightlife. Sure. I love it. So to our point, 
we yes so Jeezy's in the next room mm-hmm. and at by the end of the presentation I hear it doom I like it starts to rumble and I'm like oh crap. it happened while I was on stage did it I had one more slide to go and I heard that doom <laughs> and I'm going at a great pace so you guys Everybody say with me, I am a business. They're like, I'm a, yeah, 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 shut up. All right, so if everybody will just go to this last slide right here, I got to get right through it. You guys follow me on Instagram, I'm out. Out. Ran off that stage so fast, like I will not be. All I saw was Showtime at the Apollo when the little dude come out with the broom (laughs) and sweep you off stage. It flashed before my eyes. But not only did people stay Mm -hmm. for the entire presentation, they stayed, there there was a couple of people who got up who was right on the very front row mm-hmm. while I was there. Disrespectfully. Um, very, mad disrespectful. You know who you are. I won't call you out. One of y'all were wearing lime green. The other one, which was wearing gray. Um, there were... <laughs> <laughs> they did They did walk out like, old girl, her Jeezy, she took off, right? Mm-hmm. But not only did they stay for the whole presentation, we got really good feedback, and we were in there for about 20 minutes minimally with a line full oh, of people. Oh, yeah, it was longer than that, too. Yeah, it, they stayed for pictures. Yeah, and it was probably longer than 20 minutes, yeah. but to the point where my cousin who was with me, she's like, okay, y'all, I got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, they stayed in that line for pictures. We were the last people to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Jeezy, you can't have all my people, bro. You know what I mean? Not all. You took most. <laughs> I think you took most. I but. think technically we took Jeezy's people. Yes. And he was just claiming his position as he should. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Jeezy. I wanted to run off stage and go see Jeezy. <laughs> like, huh? Maybe I should finish out the last oh, of David's man. presentation. Oh. But I thought I thought he was doing like a full blown concert and he would still be there. That's the only reason I stayed mm. for the tail end of your presentation because I'm like he'll still be there and he's certainly not going to do like the hit hits right now. Yeah. But by the time you were done, he was done. So I think he only did one song maybe. Shout out to the guys, man: Rashad, Troy, Mike, MG, Steve, Harvey. Just out to you guys. Cannot I appreciate wait. y'all. It's you all know, good. Hey, listen, I would rather that than y'all not include me, so I'm not complaining, y'all. Just, you know what I mean? Just you know what I also find interesting? Um, the number of people who, after the fact, say, I will not miss it next year. Man, I should have been there. I yeah. won't miss it. And I'm thinking, okay, you saw the evidence year one at mm-hmm. 4,000 people. Yep. You saw the evidence year two at, I think, 12,000, 14,000 14, yep. people. Mm-hmm. You why would you have missed year three? Like what makes it other than you, since you just really did not have the money, you could not scrape the coins up to get it. But for anybody else who didn't come, why do you keep sitting and watching from your cell phone, from your living room, from your bedroom? Why haven't you made it into the room yet to be, I mean, because the networking, what I love, what I love most about conferences, especially ones like that, the information, great, but that's not even the the draw for me. It's the opportunity yeah. to connect and network. You mean to tell me there's going to be 20,000 people who's trying to elevate and get to their next level just like me? I need to be in that environment. Yeah. You go into a club or a restaurant or even a, a local networking event, it's like by the luck of the draw that there might be somebody in there that fits the profile of somebody that you should be closely connected to. But a room of 20,000 people, like it's a free for all and everybody Mm -hmm. is on the same wavelength. Everybody is interested in meeting 
more people. Hundred percent. Always I, get in the room. This is a good opportunity to really teach uh, how to operate in an event. Yo, let's do it. You want to do ten steps? Yeah. Can I talk about how not to though, real talk quick? So, day one of the event. Um, not VIP night, but day one of the actual um, event that's open for everybody. So I'm not, I'm feeling terrible that day, right? I'm like, did I see you? Yeah, I'm so sick that day, like fainting, like had to sit sit down. I'm running back and forth to the bathroom, throwing up, like it's You're bad, right? Up. I'm throwing up. You pregnant? <sighs> yes. I, I didn't want to say it to everybody, but I am. Congratulations, man. Who the daddy? I'm not sure. cannot stand you so i am like really under the weather and so two things happen me and finesse do our thing on stage adrenaline will set me free every single time don't matter how i feel the adrenaline will have me going after our podcast episode immediately shutting down again i'm trying to take the pictures Mm. but i start shutting down i tell this girl like i'm I need to get some food because I've thrown everything up, right? I say, hey, she's telling me her long story. Do not tell your long story. And I said, hey, do you mind if we move over here to these seats? I feel really faint. I need to sit down. And she's like, oh, yeah. Can we just do a video real quick, though? Golly. That. Second thing, hilarious. So I'm at the table. Kay is trying to field me from... The people who are walking up, because I'm like, hey, I need to get to the bathroom. If you could just clear me a line so I can go straight to the bathroom, I'll reset. I'll be okay. So Kay is like trying to keep people from talking to me. This girl is trying to talk to me anyway. I beeline to the bathroom, right? I'm in the bathroom. I get in the stall. I close the door. Start handling my business. Somebody comes in the stall right next to me, and I just hear... So (laughs) this is going to be really awkward, but I have been trying to get your attention all day. They told me that you weren't feeling well. I figured it would be totally fine if I just found you in the bathroom. I figured it'd be totally fine. And I said, I can make it better for you. (laughs) You just let me handle my business and meet me at the sink. Like I'll even take a picture. Like, can I pee in privacy, please? <laughs> and now I don't want to pee anymore because I hate for people to hear me pee. Uh, now you know it's the sound of my twinkle. And it's like, you know, I was, it's awkward. <laughs> I don't even know if I finished all the way, but it was really, really awkward. That was a, that was, <laughs> that was a first. Oh like, gosh. you know, oh my God, I was peeing in a stall right next to Donnie and we were in sync. but you know and so my cousin was telling me um because i'm not gonna stop if Mm. i am in the room (laughs) no not peeing i'm not gonna stop like with the pictures and the videos and people you know wanting you to sign Mm. stuff and all of this stuff if i'm in the room i'm gonna perform yeah If I can't perform, I leave. And that's ultimately what ended up having to happen. But she's like, you know, you got to have boundaries. And but I think about all the people who did invest at a super high level Mm -hmm. to be there and they invested to meet their favorite entrepreneurs. Like I always think about intercepting that one person who really needed that day. Mm -hmm. And then that's the person that I tell no. Yeah. So I just did it. And I was happy to do it. I just didn't feel well. The yeah. day two, though, I redeemed myself. I felt a whole lot better. And yeah. I came through like, who wants the picture? Who want to talk? <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom. Everybody come. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what an experience. It was it was a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Crazy. Day one, I'm there by myself. You were in church mm-hmm. and everybody's coming into the booth and they were like, oh, my God, Don, is Dave here? <laughs> no, the here? wild thing is, though, when I'm there by myself, they're like, hey, what's up? Where's Donnie? <laughs> yeah, I probably, yo, it's, it, 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 it'd be over and over and over and over again. I'm like, do you want to take a picture with me? You want a picture cool? or no? <laughs> like, yeah, everybody was there day one. They could not wait to meet the David, the Shans. Uh, and um, I kept telling them, y'all, listen, y'all better come to this booth tomorrow. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you... No, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use 
promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal cameras ready charge your phones david will take all the pictures all i did of them. a picture mm-hmm. but i think and i, I don't know how to uh, get around it but it's not take a picture and leave. No, oh no. You know what I mean? It's uh, and this is this is something I'm I'm trying to manage. How <laughs> do I? Because like there, I'm a conversationalist, right? So I'll I'll be wanting to have a conversation, and people want to give me their ear. They want me to give them my ear, but there's a long line. So I'm I'm not only thinking about the person in front of me but I'm also thinking about the people that are waiting and I'm like I don't want them to have to wait so long Mm -hmm. so I I I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to do it yeah it's um so I think it's important though that we educate like we start like next time if we when we do an event we should send out videos like hey here's the best use of time when you're meeting you know the entrepreneurs or whoever you want to meet have one question. What is the one question that you really yeah. want answered? And Hold ask on, we're that question. Get to the ten points. Don't go. Don't go there yet. Because oh. right now we're gonna go like. 10, oh, yeah. Let's do ten practical points. Ten practical points. Okay, I'm gonna save that comment okay, for yeah, later. Save that. So it and it's almost like when. So if 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 everybody takes a picture, somebody takes a picture and they leave. The person comes up, they will take a picture and leave. But if one person I'm talking to for, you know, we have a conversation, then everyone wants the conversation. Wants to have the conversation. Yeah. And again, I don't mind it. I'm just thinking of the person behind the line. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I don't mind it, but sometimes it looks like I check out and I probably do a little bit because I'll be looking at you like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't like check I'm, out. I like no, I try to let the people in the line know, like, it'll just be one second like right. I, I see right, you right, right? right i'm like yeah 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 yeah. it's just one second and trying to keep going and then the person no people don't get the hint though you mm. i didn't look over at that line over your head five times <laughs> it's time to wrap this but, thing on up yes. but now i understand why um i was telling somebody else that i was with yesterday her security was like no no okay come on keep it moving and i understand why and i said to her like i could never i could never i would just feel so mean (laughs) right and uh, because one of the things that make us who we are is our um our 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 ability to be tangible Mm -hmm. and authentic but that doesn't mean to not have any boundaries right but i was watching how she moved and i'm like (gasps) I would feel so mean if I did that. She's like, I have to, otherwise it won't stop and people will be waiting forever. She's like, so where is the line drawn? You know what I mean? Like, yes, I'll take the picture. Yes. You get like 60 seconds, but it's 200 people standing in line behind you. And I'm the only one that has to talk to them all. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. And it's not even that we mind talking to them all, but how do we, and I'll be interested even in the comments here, how do you guys think that should ha- be handled? Because the person in front of me, they got a real appreciation. They got a real question. It's been, you know, people have been watching us all, like, for the last few years, mm-hmm. and they finally get this one moment, and they want to share it all right now, mm-hmm. which we're going to be there for the time period. Mm-hmm. But we're also considering 
everybody else. You know what I mean? So Yeah, and you know, it's not even just always the question. I get more in live events. I get more people just wanting to share how we've impacted just, their yeah. lives. Mm -hmm. They really and just, you know, when someone's in your face and you're like and they're like you know, I was I had a really hard year last year and I was I was contemplating suicide. My marriage was ending. My kids didn't respect me. And then I came across your YouTube video and that video gave me everything I need. Just if you could just 30 seconds or less wrap that like you can't yeah, just yeah, 30 right, seconds yeah, or less. Sure. I'm a sit. I'm a sucker. I'm right. just listening. We're like, yeah, I'm in there. This guy was telling me um, he brought me a book. Oh, I got to bring it next week um, when we record. He brought me a book. And he got really emotional. This real big guy. Your husband was there and I started crying. Um, big guy. He's like 6'5". Big guy. Braids, maybe dreads. And he's like, I have three daughters, 21, 23, and 17. And he said, and I tell them all the time, Donnie Wiggins is the woman that you look up to. If you want to be like any woman, it's her. And I was just, <laughs> oh my uh, and there's people waiting. Y'all just give me a, like, yeah. like I was a complete mess. I would never stop somebody. And he was there for like 10 minutes yeah. and it's nothing I can do. Yeah. Like I'm going to sit here and be here for this. But I think that we need a framework. And I just went back to clubhouse in my head, not even of what people could do, but what we should do. Yeah. What do you think? If we have an organized line, how we did it yesterday, we have an organized line and maybe two lines, so the line doesn't seem so long, mm. and we're pulling from each. But we have a prepper who's there and saying, hey, just an FYI, we got to keep the line moving really quickly. Prepper. Be prepared to say your name, how you heard of them, and what's the one thing you want to say right away. You got it? Great. They get up there and do that. We got somebody who's there who facilitates like moving people away, but they move people away to the content creator the content creation team who then gets their testimonial. Ah, that'd be dope. Uh -huh. You just thought about that just now? I just thought about that. That's good. They move them to the content creation team. Like if you want to give Dave and Donnie a testimonial, they would really appreciate it being there. And then after events, we can start like looking at them and recording in real time. Mm -hmm. Like we can start watching them in real time and having our reactions to them authentically together in the studio. Yeah. And maybe they put their phone number or something like that. And we call some of them. Randomly. We can call some of them. Yep. Yeah. Maybe they dope. give some contact information and we call some of them. But I think if we start doing that, um, people will be excited to move through our line to get cameras so they could possibly even get a phone 100%. call with us. I like that. All right, let's let's so next big event or networking event, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, let's give 10? 10. 10. 10. Maybe. 10 steps uh, or 10 things to consider when you're going to a, an event. Mm -hmm. You want to start? I will start. Um, one thing and I think quite possibly um the most important thing to consider when attending a networking event is your personal hygiene. Now I'm dead serious. Um, people, more people will want to communicate with you. If you look good, smell good, breath smells good. Mm. Um, guys, I cannot share. I cannot count how many times I was hugged by somebody whose bodily odor was so offensive. <laughs> like it literally made me sick in real time. Um, and then breath, right? Like, I don't care if you do have the freshest breath in America. It is 100% always proper etiquette to have a mint or gum in your mouth. No matter what you think your breath smells like. No matter what your, if your significant other can stand it, it's because they have to. Yeah. Right? In a group full of strangers, let's just make sure that we're carrying some extra deodorant, carrying some some good body wipes, mm -hmm. right? 
and some mint and gum. And just, you know, check yourself every 30 minutes or so. Good. All right. Well, number two. So one is like hygiene needs. Yeah, just making sure that your hygiene is within standard. Okay, got you. All right, so number two, I would say is go with intention. Mm -hmm. So making sure that uh, you know what you're looking for when you get there, not mm -hmm. just trying to get what comes to you. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm very intentional about, like for, for InvestFest, it was two things. One, making sure that our name continues to stay good out in the street. So in my mind, I'm going with the thought process that I am going to talk to and take as many pictures as possible because I want when people to leave, they say, well, yo, David is a really nice guy. Mm -hmm. I like saying, yo, nah, he was like super genuine and I'm cracking jokes. And if I am in a rush, like, cause you know, like I got to get to somewhere. I got to get to the backstage. I got to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. There's some people I'm like, yo, all right, yo, come on, walk, walk with me. Walk with me. Mm -hmm. And we get a chance to talk, chop it up. Chop, and like, yo, it was it was a couple of people. They was with me for a good 30, 45 minutes at every stop. We just, we just rocking. And I think that was a part of an experience for them, right? So, uh, and also the second thing was finding bigger people to interview. So I know it's going to be the best of the best in this building, 20,000 people. But the, the the draw are these mega stars. So I'm thinking, yo, who can I get to jump on the podcast? And remember JD, Jermaine Dupree, mm -hmm. we had that conversation at Rick Ross' house. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yo, we ever get information? How did, and I was like, I think Donnie. He, get, he knows he gave me an email that's not really getting checked. But check this out. So... Okay, and this is, a, this is a lesson. This is a lesson. So look, look. That's it right he there. He wrote it down. He gave mm -hmm. me his number. But that oh, first meeting. He did give me a phone number. Oh, now you want to take my glory. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. It was, it was the dream who gave me a, an email address that never got a response. What number but did the, he give you? Hold on, I hope it ain't the same number. Um, <laughs> I don't think I might have. I probably deleted it because don't play with me. If he gave you a number? Because the whatever I reached okay. out twice. He gave you his email, he gave me his number. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I reached out so twice, like, they never answered. Here's what was cool though. So I, he was like, Yeah, man, I, I I remember you. And he said, Yo, did I ever give you my information? I'm like, Well, I think you gave it to Donnie. I think you gave her your, your I said I think you gave your information to Donnie. He was like, Oh, all right, man. Well, let's let, let's make this thing happen. What, so crazy, while he's putting his number in my phone, another guy came. He said, Yo, JD. This dude's dope. I, I went to one of his workshops, one of his uh, podcast workshops. He really know what he's doing. And, and actually, I think he was giving me his email address. I really do. And then the guy comes over and like he, he pulls a phone out of his pocket and he like just it just takes take mad long to do this because he could have gave his like, you know, he knows it. But he's like, oh, yeah. He said, yo, this dude's dope, man. Like you really need to connect with him. And I was like, that's amazing, right? Because then, you know, somebody vouched for me, and I, and I start talking to the guy, and I'm like, so, you know, what, what is it? Do you? He said, yeah, JD, that's my right hand. I'm, I'm with him all the time. This is what we do. He said, I've been trying to convince him to do the do a podcast. He said, I said, yo, bro. He said, but I can't get him to, like, really take it seriously. So I told him, yo, we can sit down for 20 minutes. I guarantee I'll make it make sense for him. So he said, okay, cool. Let's, let's connect and let's make it happen. So 
That was a. Uh, I deleted them both. I bet. Mm-hmm. I bet you did. No, you just didn't get his number, bro. No, you I could. probably. I don't know what I got. I feel like one of them gave me a phone number. One mm-hmm. gave me an email. I'm almost pretty sure Dream gave me an email because he came in on the tail end and he kind of like looked at me like, little girl, if you don't take this little little groupie, you know, <laughs> you don't take podcast time. Y'all want to help me with my podcast, right? <laughs> um, but I deleted them both because I took it personally. Like, don't. Um, no, you didn't. I did. All right. So, so the point is. Go in with intention. Go in with intention. Go in with intention. Sure. And I and I would I, I would really suggest like before you walk out of your car, you create a little list of things that you are looking for. I'm looking for a videographer. I'm looking for someone in tech. Somebody to help me build a website. Somebody to help me build a funnel. I'm looking for emotional support. I'm looking for whatever you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, going with intention. What's yeah. number three? Uh, I would also recommend that you identify what kind of communication method you want to exchange, right? Double check all of your funnels, make sure they're going where they need to be. Are are people going to be reaching you directly and personally? Um, Whatever that looks like, have that, but have a way that you're also documenting the leads or the phone numbers and connections that you're making and be able to... Um, identify them later. So if you're if if we're connecting and we're just meeting, I'm gonna write down. You know, I met this guy David. He wears a baseball cap, tennis shoes, Jays. Yeah, we talked about podcasting. Mm-hmm. You have that there, and if you mention something really interesting, write that down too. Because usually, what will end up happening is. When you go to follow up, these people have met so many other people that they don't remember you. And if you can say, hey, you know, I met you and your wife. Remember, you guys were walking out by the chicken stand. Chicken was lit, wasn't it? And then you can make, you know, conversation that way. But also in just I had a couple of people who wanted to um, send me their Instagram couple of people happened a couple of times. Hey, Donnie, can you follow me on Instagram? So I'm going to their Instagram page and I'm looking at it and it's private. How do you feel about that? About what? Can you follow me on Instagram? I don't usually. So in Or do you follow then unfollow as soon as they walk away? I don't do that. So when someone asks me in my face to follow them, I'll say, What's your Instagram? And I'll just go <laughs> take a look at it, right? <laughs> and if you're standing there in my face, I'll say, What do you want me to see when I follow you? Like what kind most people who ask me to follow them aren't even posting. And I'll unfollow I'll unfollow a real friend. If you're just not adding, if you're posting foolishness you or never if you just, me. but you post all the time. Even if I stop. I want nothing to do with you. <laughs> Delete. No, I'm just playing. Um, I wouldn't, but no, I usually say, okay, what would make me want to follow this page? Mm-hmm. And they can never, I've never heard anybody answer that question. Oh, wow. Ever, 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 ever. People will say something like, I do credit repair. Okay, let me show you three other friends that I have whose pages that I follow who does credit repair too. What makes me want to follow your page? See, the thing is, you follow my page because I am adding value to you in some way. Are we doing the same thing here? Sometimes I come across... The same dude be like... Yo, he be on it every day. You hear me? I'll I'll see it as it's 20 likes. And he does the same thing. Yo, every day and it's going to keep going. (laughs) You'll notice me. Okay. Um, And and you do. But yeah, so making sure, one, that you're documenting information about the contacts that you're meeting. But number two, that you have a real way that people can communicate Mm -hmm. with 
you? Are we sending them? Like, are you collecting random leads and you're sending them to like an opt-in page? Um, I, a couple of people had websites. I saw some people with QR codes and the QR codes is taking them to this long informational website and all the no, opt in, collect the lead. People are passing. As soon as you finish talking to them, they're going to run into the next person. Mm. We don't want lengthy, you know, exchanges. We want to make it really, really quick. So yeah. solidifying your communication both ways. That's good. Number four, have your pitch down. Have your pitch down. Uh, I teach this all the time. I help X do Y by Z. When someone says. I'm so, you do what, David? I help X. no. No. What? Who teaches this all the time? I teach it all the time. I've been teaching this for two years. Where'd you get this from? From you. Okay, just. It's mine now. <laughs> Cannot. Yo, this guy will be the first person to say you're copying him or you're stealing from him. Every cool thing I say, he's been teaching for two, three years. No, this was one. And I told you, ooh, that was good. You say that about a lot of stuff. Like what? Name another one. I can name you a lot. You steal more from me than I steal from you. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but not in your face. You, no, but I told you. I was like, you'll hey, see Dottie, recorded that. trainings that I've done later. I don't do it in your face. A, <laughs> so what's worse again? Anyway, let's tell people have your statement down packed. Like, what is it that you do? So let me give you all my patent pending training. <laughs> I help X do Y by Z, okay? I help X do Y by Z. The X is the who, and this is the sauce I put on it, okay? Because I teach it way better than you now. Oh my God. So the X is the who. Who is it that you help? So I say, hey, what do you do? Yo, I help single moms. Oh, I help people that are going through mental health issues. I help this person. I help, this is what I, this is how I help, especially in an entrepreneurial community, okay? I help, I help this type of person. What do you do? What do you help them do? I help X do Y. I help single parents um, cope with being single. Or I help beginning entrepreneurs start, grow, and scale their business. I help X do Y by Z. Be clear on who you help and how you help them. What are you helping them accomplish? And then Z, how do you help them do that? Mm -hmm. I help beginning stage entrepreneurs start, grow, and scale a business with my three-step process, with my ebook, with my coaching community, with my program. With my Donnie's course, information. With Donnie's information. I, I leave that part out. But just be clear, because you, you've been in a situation where you ask someone what they do, and it takes 20 minutes to explain what they do, and, and at the end of it, know. you still have no idea what they do. You still don't know what they do. Yeah, so perfect your intro. Get, get, get your introduction of what it is you do and who you are in a succinct sentence. What you got? Spell succinct. Uh, Z? C-S. Yeah, that's, I knew it was an S. Succinct. Succinct. Look, don't give him any hints. Don't, uh, uh, what are you doing over there? S-Y. No, it says S-U-S-Y-N-C-H. S-U-S-Y-N-C-H. Who? Six. S-U-S-Y. Cynthia. See, you giving me the wrong answers. <laughs> you ever cheat on somebody and then you don't know what they said and you get a wrong answer and you be mad at them because you cheated and they gave wrong. Anyway, it's succinct. Anyway. All right, what's your next step? It's S-U-C-C-I-N-C-T, just. Is that right? S-U-C-C. I-N-C-T. But sync is spelled S-Y-N. Because you're not saying sync. 
What's number five? <laughs> um, so here's a really big one. Get permission to follow up. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So at networking events, a lot of times people may feel obligated to give you information or you may corner them yeah. for their contact information. And, you know, it's like it's like that guy in the club who asks for your number and then he calls you right then and there. And then you got to be like, oh, I left that phone at home because he might slap you in the club. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> they used to do that. It was wild in Atlanta. Anyway. Seriously, get permission to follow up. And what do I mean by that? So if you're talking to someone and you guys decide that this is of mutual benefit, of mutual interest, before you walk away, say, hey, look, I want to be really intentional about following up with you. How does Monday at noon typically look for you? I'll go ahead and send you a calendar invite or I'll shoot you a text and remind you of that. When you get permission to follow up, it makes people feel like they have to respond. Like I asked you if I could follow mm-hmm. up, you said yes. And here I am. And so if I'm meeting Dave for the first time, I'll say, Hey Dave, is it cool to call you Monday at 10? Yes. So Monday at nine, I will say, Hey Dave, it's Donnie Wiggins again. Remember you said it was cool to call you today at 10, just giving That's you good. a heads up that I'll do that. And that opens the doors, breaks the ice. People are expecting your call Rather than just getting someone's contact information and you have no specific next step, what is the next step? Are we going to lunch? Are we hopping on a Zoom? Am I following up with you in a couple of weeks? You are locking that in and getting permission to actually do what you said you were going to do. I love it. I love it. Number six, take notes, not bars. And I see a lot of people, especially in conf- you know conferences, one, we're, one, we're <laughs> writing down everything that happens, right? And you might miss what you really need by take trying to like transcribe the whole presentation or mm-hmm. trying to transcribe all of it. Or you're only writing down bars or mm-hmm. th- things that don't really apply to you. For me, I'm not wasting my ink on something that doesn't apply to me in the moment right now. Because as someone's talking, whether it's a presentation panel, something like that, I'm scanning this whole conversation for something I can use in the moment. I'm not taking notes to be able to like re rerun it back to other people. Mm -hmm. And also what I take more notes of are my thoughts, not necessarily what someone said because someone could say something and it'll spark a thought in my mind. Mm -hmm. So I take that down. I write that down. Oh, I get it now. And Mm -hmm. it might be, it might be something that I've been dealing with or struggling with, not necessarily what the person said, but if it sparks something, that's what I'm, I'm trying to take real notes in the moment Mm -hmm. of something that can help me in the moment. So not just something I could repost on social media. For sure. Yep. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. Number seven. Number seven, be mindful of your body language and positioning. Oh, man. This is a really, really big one. Um, You know, on a personal space, I think, is a way to really um, think about what I'm saying there. Like, you don't have to be directly, like, lip to lip with someone Um, You don't have to touch everybody. If Mm. someone is seated and you're looking to communicate with them while they're seating, don't stand over them. Don't tower over them. Like give them some space, allow people to stand up and speak to you, get on their level as much as possible, but be very, very mindful of 
your body language, you know. Also, you know, when we're talking about body language, it's not just your proximity to the person, mm -hmm. but it's also, you know, are you standing with confidence? Are you looking really insecure? Are you being weird and fidgety? Just be mindful of your body language and your positioning in reference to the person that you're communicating with. Oh, my gosh. Two things on that. One, yeah, so you got these close talkers where they'll be really close to you talking, and if you take a step back, keep going. They take a step forward. Mm -hmm. I take a step to the side, and we just—it's like this little dance that we do. Like, mm -hmm. come on, fam, just just give me a little space. Just it's give all good. A little space. This, I, this happened Friday, mm -hmm. okay? And I wish I had the picture. I don't have it anymore. <laughs> but I I didn't know what to do in this moment. So. Friday's event, it's a networking event. So, you know, people are just taking pictures. So this one young lady comes up and is like, yo, man, I I follow you. I listen to you every day. I like I I really I would be so honored to take a picture. And I'm like, yo, that's what's up. Let's get it. So I take that picture. Then another young lady comes up, like, yo, I watch the show too. And she comes up, she's like, oh, hands the phone to her own girl. She's like, yo, can I take a picture? I'm like, okay, cool, let's take a picture. She's here. I'm my arm, shoulder, right? Her right arm behind my back, her left hand. Mm -mm. Her left hand on my stomach. Now, Dre is here. Dre is, I, I brought my wife with me. And she happened to go get some water or something. Like, Hurricane would go get some water. And I, I honestly... I froze. I didn't know what to do. I never had someone put their hand on my stomach before for a picture. So Not the official prom pose. So half of me is like, yo, why are you touching me in this way? The other half is, I don't want my face to say something just in case the picture snaps. The other part of me is like, where's my wife? If she sees this, I'm going to hear this for three weeks. And in my mind, I'm getting my story together on what is happening here. All this stuff happens in the moment. They take the picture. She walks away. And I'm sitting there feeling violent. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm frozen. Like, what just happened? I feel like I, feel like I got... And you were fondled. <laughs> I, felt, I felt molested. I'm not gonna lie to you. She, I, I just never, I, I really didn't know what to do. And actually, I was explaining to some of my brothers at church, and they was like, yo, you just got to hit that hand. Like, I'm like, dang, I'm not that type of person. Yo, Drake, and isn't it 21 Savage that's on tour with him right now? I just saw a clip today on social media. Drake and 21 are walking through the crowd and all these girls are like going crazy. They're touching their heads, touching their faces, doing all of this, touching their necks, touching their butts. This girl jumps out. She tried to do it to Drake, but he was able to, you know, like whatever. And so 21 Savage comes right behind him and she grabs him by his neck. She's in front of him. She grabs him by his neck and was like, and security had to come and karate chop her. Whoa. But that wasn't even enough. After security uh, karate chops her, she then tries to grab the back of him. Some people just have no cooth mm. whatsoever. Yeah. None. There's no, Why? Why are you hovering over like, I get the guys often who try to put their hand a little too low behind down my back. 
to try to touch the top of the cheeks. Sir, y'all don't. You don't even. You don't, I will. I will say something. Yeah. Sir, have you lost your mind? Have you? Don't make me embarrass. And I don't make me embarrass you in front of all these people. Mm-hmm. Put your hand up. Don't there's no reason to be in the there's no reason to be in the bend of my back. Okay? (laughs) Bring your hand up. I don't want to embarrass you in front of all these people. Smile right there for your camera, all (laughs) right? Get that on video. (laughs) Okay, uh, so yeah, number seven was be mindful of personal space. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number eight. Have a plan, I think, on how you want to connect with people. So I I and I had to tell two people this at InvestFest. The one guy was like, Hey man, first he comes with this book and he has a book and it's a really dope book too. Bridging the gap from Africa to America. And he tells me the story like, yo, I'm trying to bring entrepreneurs to Africa. Like the stuff that y'all doing here, y'all can do that same thing in Africa, bro. Start with us. I'm with that, right? <laughs> He's like, yo, this, this, this all we gotta do. Like, we need to do like a mini invest fest. He's like, yo, I only really need probably like three or four of y'all, and we fly you over there, and you know, we make this thing happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, oh, bet. I mean, I'm, I'm with it. I would love to. And he says, all right, cool. How can I connect with you so we can, uh, you know, figure out how to do this? And I said, you can't. I don't want to connect with you to figure out anything. What you need to do is figure it out and come to me with a plan or a proposal. And he said, well, I don't really know. I said, bro, it's a number. <laughs> All you need is numbers and we can make it happen. I said, when's the event? He said, well, that's what I, I think we need to do is plan it. No, you need to plan it. So you want me to do the work and you, you find the venue. Basically. You plan it, come up with a really good idea and tell me I have this event. How much is it to get you to come over there and speak and do a workshop? Cool, no problem. But it ain't, it ain't rocket science. But this this happened twice. And I had to tell people, like, I don't really want to plan anything. Mm-hmm. Let me know how you want me to assist you and come with a proposal mm-hmm. so that I can say yes or no to or we can negotiate. But I don't I don't want to brainstorm because I got a lot of stuff that I'm brainstorming for my own life mm-hmm. right now. So I think that's important. If there's something that you want to accomplish and there's certain people that you want to connect with, have the plan and make it an easy decision for them. Yeah. Yeah. So. I like that. Um, number nine, I would suggest that, that we are on number nine. Number nine, yep. That you avoid this at all costs. Like just the ultimate networking no-no. Mm-hmm. Do not work the room. Don't work the room? Do not You're not work supposed the to work the room? You are not supposed to work the room. Talk to me. I'm interested. So when you're going to events with the mindset of working the room, you're usually thinking quantity over quality. Mm. You're in there trying to meet a little bit of everybody. And before you know it, you don't even remember half the people that you met. You don't know what you met, who you met. You don't know what they do. You don't have enough information about anybody to determine whether or not this was a valuable connection for you. Mm -hmm. So I think it brings together having a plan, understanding who you need to meet, what you who you need on your roster, who you need in your network, and focus specifically on honing in on those people. Well, how do I know who those people are? Ask some questions. Hey, you know, I was really interested in meeting some uh, videographers or some cinematographers in the room or whoever that is. Can you point some out? Do you know anybody in the room? And be 100% focused on a couple of meaningful quality mm. exchanges rather than meeting a hundred different people in the room. I rock with, I, I, I feel that. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's really good. Don't work the room. Don't Be work the room. Be intentional. Like build a, 
Build, like having like have like many experiences with people create experiences yeah. within that room like serious dialogue whatever you what even if that's like five minutes you want to kind of remember you know you know if, if you're going through like dating for example and you're weighing your options you're not going to go on 25 dates in one night you, by the time you get back to your girls and you're trying to remember which one you want to have a next date or a next experience with, you don't remember the first 12, 13 guys that you went on dates with. Mm -hmm. The same thing is going to work in this room of networking. Just be super intentional about finding who you need to find and have a meaningful conversation. Think about when you have gone into events and you have spent like the majority of your time talking to the same one, two or three people, how much easier it is to actually follow up and build a relationship later. Like, like these quick spurts of, hey, yeah, great to meet you. In passing, here's my information. You're going to get the assistance information. You're going to get the handler's information. You're going to get the person who is the barrier to the entry point yeah. rather than just being focused on two or three people, two or three people, getting to know them on a deeper level by being interested in them. Right. And that's what I mean by quality dialogue. If the dialogue is all about this is what I do and this is how I help and blah, 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 blah. You're never going to get the contact information in a way that you want it. But if you find a way to make the conversation about the other people, two or three great exchanges, you will have a healthy way to follow up later. Man, that wasn't uh, that wasn't the philosophy back in the day in the club, man, because we used to compare how many numbers can you get. Mm -hmm. And whoever got the most numbers was the coolest. Yeah, but how many people got the most return phone calls? Ah, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Number 10. Number 10 for our finale. Okay. And for some reason, for some reason, I just feel like Donnie's going to come up with a, like a bonus one just so she has the last word. But number 10 for now, follow up with people and intentions. So follow up on people and intentions, meaning... If you said you were going to connect with somebody, connect with them after. You know what I mean? I said that already. No, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. I did. I said, said get, get permission per to get, follow up get, and follow up. You said get permission to follow up. And follow and do what you said you were going to do. I said okay. get permission, set it, and do what you said you were going to do. I'm not even I need, done. Oh, you got more? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it sounded like you were elaborating. People and intentions. So if, if you... Like, so at these events, you have these magical moments where you have this aha moment um, and you might write it down, but a lot of people never, ever even revisit the notes. Mm -hmm. You never like you have you have to, like, keep this moment that you feel mm -hmm. and say, yo, when I get out of here this week, I'm about to hit the ground running. You have to be intentional about moving on the intentions that you had, right? So follow up with the people. When you were you're supposed to follow up the people, follow up. The next day should be all execution of mm -hmm. information from the previous day. Mm. So let's be intentional. Are you creating number eleven? Mm -hmm. I know. I just got a bonus. So <laughs> I know my dog. I know my dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes so be intentional man we gotta we gotta actually execute or the whole weekend is lost yeah and you really said it but it was so good that it deserves its own highlight mm. the bonus to this you guys revisit your notes immediately like we take so many notes that's my whole that's the exact thing that i it just is said not Shans, oh you God. literally said, be intentional with your follow-up, blah, 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 and execute. 
you can execute. <laughs> I can execute by just making the phone call. Yes. I'm talking about if I asked for book recommendations and wrote that down, revisit that. If That's I said I'm going to, if I, if I so said. So not a bonus. You want to expound? Why, why don't you just expound on what I said? Did I literally, I literally started by saying you, you actually kind of said this, but it was so dope that it deserves its own mention. <laughs> Did I not give him? I gave it to him, right? It was so dope that you said it, you powerful man, you. Okay? <laughs> you thought leader, okay? You are the you David, get, the Shan. Okay? So Listen, ahead. the bonus. Revisit your notes. <laughs> this is where you insert the clip right here, uh, Zell. Revisit your notes. If you're out there asking people what their favorite quotes are, revisit them. Figure out how you can apply that to your life. If you're out there asking people for book recommendations, look at the notes. Get on Amazon. Go buy the books. If you're looking for the what's the one, two, three steps that I need to be making right now to take my life or my business or whatever to the next level, actually revisit your notes. I can't think even I've been guilty of taking all these notes, right? And then just having a journal full of notes where I don't see those notes again until I'm going to the next event mm -hmm. or years later when I'm looking for something else and I'm going through these notes like, man, that was really good. I wonder why I never did anything with that. I've got thousands of notes in my phone. And every now and then, like when I'm on a long flight, especially I'll be looking through these notes like I never did anything with this. Mm -hmm. Revisit your notes. And like Dave said, my great business partner, thought leader, one of the greatest thought leaders of our time. Like he said, um, execute on those notes. Yeah, okay. And this is just, it's not a, a point, but it's a bonus because you said something that was so dope. I just wanted to make it <laughs> a bonus bonus. Okay. And you said like, even if you're you know asking for book recommendations, I, I get this question a lot. <laughs> And I would say, ask questions that are applicable, applicable to your life. Yeah. Because people, so what are your top, what books are you reading right now? Mm -hmm. Why? Like, what is the books that I'm reading to help me in my situation? How are they going to help you? Mm -hmm. Unless you're framing it like, yo, this is something that I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. I really need to know a book recommendation that you have mm -hmm. for this particular issue. Yeah. But don't ask general questions just to ask a question. Hey, what books are you reading? Yeah. Hey, what motivates you? Mm -hmm. Why? The, mm -hmm. What motivates me may not motivate you. May you got to find your you. own thing to motivate you. So yeah. we're going to close this out. Thank you all so much. And real quick, <laughs> I just had one more bonus to the bonus um, because Dave inspires my thought in such a way that I just got to get this out. It's giving, it's giving inspired. It's giving, they need more. Okay. Um, bring a friend, bring a friend. <laughs> yeah, that is so funny. Oh my gosh. She got real serious with it too. It talked directly to the camera. Bring a friend. You're looking for clips now. And isn't that the thing to do? In that way. <laughs> um, anyway. Bring a friend. If you are someone who doesn't know how to make meaningful connections, bring a friend, but don't bring a friend just like you who also doesn't know how to make meaningful connections. Bring someone who is outgoing, someone who is witty and someone who's quick on their feet to break the ice and to help you carry conversations and people who are not afraid to go out there and tap on somebody's shoulder and start an introduction. 
That's going to be so important for all of the introverts out there, the people who are super shy or people who just get jammed up and you don't know what to say. Bring an outgoing, witty, intelligent friend. That's why Dave always has me. I have more, but I'm not I'm not going to do it. Do you mm-hmm. still have your call? No, I'm, I'm texting. Oh, you can't? We're good. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, cool. All right, so I got another bonus then. No, I'm just playing. But, um, yeah, <laughs> oh, no, we're out was, of here. This was uh, really... Oh, wait. And you know what else needs to happen? I do have a really important Talk bonus. Um, before you attend any networking episodes going forward, really, before you make any life decisions or business decisions, I want you to find the Social Proof podcast episode that relates directly to that. Before you go out and network, you need to pull this episode out. In fact, keep a library of resources that helps you. So if networking is what you have to do, you should have a note in your phone that says networking tips and resources. Go ahead and categorize that. Put the link to this episode under there. So when you're going out and you need to refresh your memory about networking, do that. If it's confidence that you're looking for, Make a category that says confidence. Find the social proof episode that will bring you there. If you're trying to learn how to start a particular type of business, write down that business. Start doing stuff so you can quickly find access to resources. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you'll just make no decisions because it takes you too long to find the information. I know you're right there right now. You're saying, yeah, I do that. And if you're not sure, I'm sure you have once said, man, they did an episode about that. They did an episode. Which one was it? Because they be DMing me like, what episode did you say this particular line in? I don't know. I say a lot of lines yeah. and a lot of episodes, but if it's something that resonates with you that you believe is a resource like this episode for networking, create a category in your notes section in your phone and just drop the link there so you can easily find access to the resources that you need. Boom. Uh, and uh, this is nothing to do with that, but I, from our last episode, I called my friend and we're cool. Fantastic. Yep. You're still not being followed on social media. Hmm? They're still not following you on social media. Why would you say that right now? <laughs> I'm just. Is that I mean because I thought that was the result that you were looking for no, to no, be refollowed. No, no, the result isn't a follow. Okay, the result is the relationship. Well, yeah, but you took the unfollow as a as an indication that something was wrong with the relationship, and it was. So wouldn't a refollow be an indication that all is well with the relationship? No, we just had a conversation. Okay. Cool. So you don't have a problem with not being no, followed still? No, 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 no. Okay. I Fantastic. Think, no, I didn't think about it till right now. Don't be messy. <laughs> then nothing Don't is wrong. Messy. Then absolutely. Listen, his issue was with the unfollow in the first place. No, the issue wasn't unfollowed. The unfollow was a sign of something. Exactly. But the issue that you indicate. First we're of going, all. We're going to do lunch this week. Y'all, you wouldn't even be doing any of this if, if it weren't for me. What are you talking about? I brought it to your attention. And I made the first phone call. So what? You were ready to be all immature and unable to communicate and resolve conflict. I'm just done with it. Do you remember that? I'm just done. It's fine with me. At first, I didn't say that like that, but mm-hmm. I did. I was. No, you're right. You're not right. I am you actually. Fir- you're right. Yes, you made the first call. And if you didn't make the call, I may have I may have not called as soon or talked. I just had to see you on the streets. And when does that happen? Never. I would have run into her. You know what? I am really happy. I'm glad. I'm glad because it it was like I thought it was an extreme miscommunication. And I'm really happy that 
Uh, we all had an opportunity to speak, but I'm especially happy that you guys had an opportunity to speak. Yeah. And I'm learning to confront, um, learn to have these conversations. Hard conversations. Yeah, yeah. You and need to learn that, that there's clarity in confrontation. People just think confrontation is so bad. Like confrontation means you're a monster or a bully or this. Confrontations is simply means simply means I identify a conversation that needs to be had. If you're not going to address it, I will. Yeah. I might have some more confrontation that I'm going through, but I think it's cool. You need me involved? You know how kids no, to the no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't think, uh, no, I don't think I need to involved. I'll, I'll tell you. Let me see who. I'll tell you. I want to see who. This is what we, we do. We've got to wrap up the interview. <sighs> but. Um, it was mad funny seeing people trying to guess in the comments, too. Yeah. Y'all be loud and wrong. Loud and wrong. <laughs> but the cool thing is we're we're, we're good now we everything's really, good and it, it was it was it was a big not even miscommunication but it was how some so eventually she was telling me how she um felt based on what she saw and what happened and she was 100 percent right about what happened okay but i think her feelings about what was happening were just misguided mm. because she thought that because this happened, this I did this because of this reason mm. when it wasn't for that particular reason. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just my my perspective. Somebody might uh it's almost like texting somebody saying, um uh somebody text something and the way you read it, you mm -hmm. take it as, well, mm. yo, you show your friend, yo, you See and that's exactly what happens. But that wasn't the intention of the text. And you but know, she was right in how she perceived it. I get it. You and let I mean? me tell you, let me tell you guys, the ones who be like, yo, you see this? Those of you who do that, when you're asking the question, you're already planting a seed. You're swaying the answer. You're for already sure. planting the seed of how somebody should respond to this. Versus saying, hey, look at that real quick. What do you think of it? Hey, look at that. Or just, hey, look at that. Because if you ask, like, what do you think of this? Mm -hmm. It's already an indication that you think something yeah. not favorable yeah. about this, right? Um, you got to be careful when you're already letting your mind play tricks on you, involving other people in the conversation, yeah. because immediately they're going to ride for you. They're going to be on whatever it is that you're on. And more people like drama and chaos than not. Yeah, for sure. That's why when somebody tells me something... I automatically, uh, I automatically try to see through the emotion in which you're presenting it. Like even your situation with the people that's trying to be like you. I don't think they're trying to be like you. I just think they're just being themselves. But I see how you would think they're wanting to be like you. I see it. And you might be an inspiration. Now, the one thing the girl did with the name of the company, I get that. But I don't know if she wants to be like you. It was just a good idea. But I see how you would see it. So. What? What? So he gets on this camera and he says stuff like that. But like in the in the DMs or in text messages, he'd be like, yo, no way. Did you see? No way. No way. And and now it's like even other people. Don't be saying nothing all obvious. But even other people are like, 
yo, what's up with this? Even his wife be hitting me up. That's it's it's between your wife and somebody else that be sending me stuff like you saw this, you saw this, you saw this, and I'd be like, what the? <laughs> and so since um I've I've accepted it though since like I have accepted. No, the only thing I said that about was the name of the the That's company. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That was it. Um, but the other one I just laughed at when you said my little mini me. I just laughed. So I didn't, I didn't, I know that they're busy I have showed living you their stuff. Life, their I have life. shown you stuff in person and you too have agreed. People who don't even know, know, like, like your wife be hitting me. Yo, this is, and never said anything to them about this. Like, this is really weird. Didn't you just, yep. Didn't you just, wow. Didn't you just for freaking sure. However, I will say that since getting that off my chest, I think I just needed to get it off my chest. Like that person knows that I see it now because they've thrown like some subliminals at me. No way. <laughs> what did they say? I'm not getting into all that. That person knows that I've seen it. And I think that's really all I wanted. So, um, and then, and sometimes even when we're personally developed, we're not always, you know, anybody who says they're personally developed is just one trigger away from not being. Mm-hmm. Right. And to know how I feel about that is to have to know the old me. And none of you guys know the old me. Um, While I am personally developed, um, I still have feelings and triggers and things like that. But the one thing that I did get away from is someone said, hey, look. Something I've been told before, things that you know, as long as someone's copying you, they're always... And the whole copying thing is just so immature, but this is really, really happening. It's not just like a, am being inspired by. This person is like a copy and freaking paste. And it's starting to become really, really, really annoying because it's kind of infringing upon... It's directly infringing upon me, right? Yeah. Um, but somebody said, as long as that person's copying you, they're always going to be behind you. And at the end of the day, you can copy me and make it look like you are on my level, public facing, but you ain't got one receipt. I think Lyft copied Uber though. And I think Lyft is like a little killing it, smashing it. David, why are you trying to be messy? <laughs> don't make me, don't make me. No, not now. Now you're trying to be messy, but no, to I'm that, not. I'm just saying like, and Lyft is doing it better to that. I'm just to, saying Nike followed Converse and Adidas. Mm-hmm. It did. I'm look. do you seen the Jordan story? Nike was trash, and they were trying to follow uh, Converse. Nike stock just plummeted like a whole big deal. Like, wasn't it like 29% or something hey, like look, that? It was I crazy. know what. I look know that what. up for me real quick. Nike is way bigger than Converse now. Mm. Converse, they used to play basketball in all Converse. Yo, why is he trying to be messy? I'm not trying I am, to be messy. I'm I am just trying not, to, I'm I just am not to bothered by it. That sometimes the follower takes the blueprint and just makes the blueprint better. <laughs> better? Listen, I believe that everybody should be inspired by somebody who's already doing a thing. There's a huge difference between being inspired by a movement and robbing and duplicating like a straight copy and paste. There's a huge difference. 
Um, I'm a little, I'm, I'm kind of over it now because at one point for like a week, my whole, my, my whole thought process was like really focused on, I can't believe this person would do that. Like it's so trifling. It's so blah, 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 blah. And so I was attracting more of that attention because more and more people were coming to me, like sharing stuff. Like, did you see that? Didn't you do blah, blah, blah. Oh, now this person. And so I started to attract more of that energy and couldn't understand like, why would these complete strangers or people who are disconnected from me on a personal level be saying, um, you know, randomly sending me this kind of stuff, but it wasn't random at all. There was nothing random about it. My energy was welcoming and attracting it. And so now I'm over it because whether me and 50 other people do the exact thing and say the exact words in the exact order, nobody will ever be me. Mm. And I will never be any of those people. That's a fact. That's a fact. I actually, it's this article. It says Nike stock rises Monday outperforms the market. Oh, is that what it said? Mm-hmm. I thought I saw something today. Oh, it was in May. Yeah, but they're right back on top. Okay. <laughs> Yo, I... Today, year year to date, is that what happened? Is that what came out? Nike's, okay. <laughs> Nike's back on top, and they've oh. been cooking Converse for mm. decades. So <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. All right, are we done here? Are you done? Hey, listen, you all. We need you to do us a big favor. Follow, like, and subscribe. Go to your Apple app, okay? Go to your Spotify app and hit the follow button wherever you listen to podcasts. It would be greatly appreciated if you could really show us some love, show us some support. Subscribe to the podcast. It's very, very important, okay? Oh, let's Um, do it. Hey, I don't know where that just came from, but we we will see y'all next week. See y'all next week. We out. I'll be so lit in my mind. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.